I want to start out by saying, um, I'm going to be real, okay? Uh, yesterday I spoke at a church, and God asked me to do some things, and I had to stop for a minute. And I had to back up, and I, sa I said, that's not my notes, God. But Julie knows, and thank God for Julie. <laughs> I'm going to try to go by notes today, and I've been speaking for 40 years, and this will be my first time. Okay, so this is my first note. To walk wild and free, that's whole, you have to stop. Was that on the notes? Did I put that on the notes, Julie? Oh, yay! Okay, so now I'm going to tell you a story of what happened. And my daughter's supposed to be here, so I'm going to use that story. Is, is she here? No, okay. All right, so uh, my daughter and my husband, they got in a misunderstanding and my husband is real, um, he's personalities, which Elizabeth is going to go in depth about personalities, which will help you understand each other and give each other more mercy. Okay, so he's straightforward. He's more of a, I'm going to communicate, what's the big deal? I don't get my feelings hurt. If you tell me, I've got a booger hanging out, it's no big deal. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's fine. But you take my daughter, she's like, uh... Oh, you know, you can't say anything to her. Well, he was just straightforward. She asked us to keep the kids in, uh, because they couldn't go to a wedding. And he goes, well, why can't they go to a wedding? Why aren't they letting the kids? And she took it as, I don't want to watch your kids. And he's offended. These are my grandchildren. Why won't you let them come to a wedding? You see the difference in what happened there? So what happened was he, he stays in um, Dallas during the week, and I, so I'm laying in bed, and I'm sitting there going, he is so stupid. <laughs> Thank you, Rick, for helping me, helping me with my sermon today. <laughs> and I, now, I'm being real. That's what I'm telling you, okay? Is there anybody out here that's not thought somebody was stupid before? Okay, so let's be real. Kevin's looking at me going, oh, my. <laughs> okay, so I'm laying there going, he is so stupid. And then I start worrying about, oh, no, she's going to get offended. Oh, no, we're not going to get to see the grass. And I'm just going down this spiral of all this stuff. Well, ah, oh, and the Lord said, do you want to agree with that? Do you want to agree? It takes two to agree. Two to agree, y'all. If any two shall agree. And here's another scripture I found. Is that on the notes? Look. <laughs> but if he will not hear, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Do you want to agree with that? And I said, no, Lord, I don't want to agree with that. Then this is what he said. Change the note. Stop. And then I had a vision. And he said, with an S, he said, I want you to sift this. Is this bringing love? Is this bringing joy? Is this bringing peace? 
I was like, no, it's, it's really not, God. It, you know, I'm kind of upset at my heart. I'm really, and my feelings had already been engaged. I already felt angry at him over a thought. People over a thought. Okay? So then I went, okay, it's not bringing love, joy, and peace. He's teaching me. I'm laying here. He's teaching me. Stop. Sift it. Number two, I want the T. Did I put that up there? Yeah. Think about it. And then he brought the whole ministry into it. Now, those of you who have not been to whole and you're thinking, should I go to whole? Well, let me ask you this question. Are you saved? Then you should go to whole. Are you not saved? Then you should go to whole. That's the two requirements. That's every, if you want to be whole, then go to whole. If you want to be stuck where you are right now next year, then don't work on it. But make up your mind you're going to change. Think about it. But the whole ministry is W-H-O-L-E. So then he takes the W. And the W means we are three. Now that you're going to learn all the details and we're going to work dig on this. Okay? So he said, who's talking to you? Is it your body? Wait, let me try to get back on the notes. Here's the scripture. Do you got that one up there? Yes. Okay. Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. Are you saved or not saved? You need to come to whole. Completely. And may your whole, your whole, isn't that great? Your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. So who's talking to you? Is it your body, your flesh, your carnal? I want that. I want another piece of cake. <laughs> we went to a wedding last night and the beautiful desserts and the body was talking. <laughs> Just want to say, <laughs> is it your body? Is it your soul? Do y'all know what the soul is? It's your mind, your will, and your emotions. Is that what's talking? Or is it the spirit? And you know, it can be the Holy Spirit, or it can be another spirit. Who's talking? So I'm sitting there going, oh, no, who is talking? What's going on? I didn't know quite yet, but I started filtering it. H, heritage, curses, iniquities, learned behaviors. I don't want to expose anybody, but I saw my grandmother really be mean. And say hurtful things to my grandpa. And we will have a little clip in the hole. Do you know that inside of you. There's called an epigene. And it's over your genome. And it holds all the memory. Of your ancestors. Science has proven this now. Yesterday. As I was speaking at a black church. The Lord said, I want you to apologize for what your people did to their people. And that's not 
in my notes, God, but I want to do it. And I stepped up because that memory is in them. That memory is in us. And I asked for their forgiveness. And God brought healing. And then I got away and said, God, how do we stop all those voices of our ancestors opening the door? He said, with me? Duh. <laughs> he didn't say duh. I did. <laughs> but that's how you do. You go in and you let him do it. Okay? Come to hope. Okay, number three, open doors. Am I getting off my notes? Julie, raise your hands if I get off my notes. Okay, so number three on stop, you got, oh, oh, look, I did this. <laughs> look, S, okay, T, and now we're on O, but it's still involved in T, open doors. I'm going to say this, and I know Rick and, and Pastor Nathan, there's... They're sweating because they never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I'll give you a clue. I don't either. <laughs> Holy Spirit, I yield to you. You say what you want. Open doors. Number one open door. Now, we've, we've got 10 in the whole ministry that we work through. And that's what Elizabeth's going to do, the 10 open doors. And then she's going to show what personality God gave you. It's like the body. This finger doesn't do what that finger does. And we're all different. We have different personalities, okay? So then she shows the weaknesses and the strengths of the personality to the open doors. But the number one open door in every personality is unforgiveness. That's the number one thing I'm going to say. If you have unforgiveness... For anybody, that's the first thing you work on. And then we teach on unforgiveness. It's more than just forgiving others. Sometimes we blame God for things that happen in our life. You might need to forgive God for where the enemy, where the enemy was involved and made you blame him. And God will work you through that process. And then forgive yourself. I remember when I forgave myself for not being perfect because I grew up with a perfectionist mentality. And, and let me tell you the difference real quick. Here's my rabbit trail, Julie. <laughs> okay. If you do something and then it wasn't perfect and you back off and you say, oh, I should have done that. Oh, I should have done that. That's so stupid. I should have done that. I should have done that then you, you have a problem with perfectionism. If you walk on water, then maybe you can be perfect. And I've tried. Every time I take a bath, I cannot do it. <laughs> or excellence is, you know, next time, and, and this happened when I was over there at hospitality and I didn't order enough meat, it could have lasted if I would have known. And if it was dipped a little lighter on the men, but we were trying to be generous, ran out of meat three times. And I had to run and go get meat for our men's conference three times. And, and if you're stuck in, in wounds and you want the approval of the leader and, and you want to appear like you're perfect and you want to appear like you got everything together, then it is tormenting. 
But if you're serving him, Lord, okay, I messed up. How can I do this better next time? That's excellence. That's a healed excellence. And thank God, because he was a pastor over there. They were pastors over there. They were so gracious. Okay, that's fine. You know, it, of course they don't want things to happen. But come on, y'all, let's be a family. Don't, let's don't put on a mask anymore. Let's, that's one thing. God said, I'm calling you to be real. And I'm going to be real. So let's be real. Stop judging everybody for preferring things they shouldn't. And I, can't, I don't want to get into all that right now. Because what's happening with me is there are people that I have a hard time with. It's a certain personality that has narcissism. And I have a real, you know, I, I, there's two of them in my life right now. And you know why there's two of them in my life. But I'm going, uh, yeah, I cannot stand them, God. I cannot stand them. They make me, I, I just, last night at the wedding, I was like, God, okay, I'm speaking tomorrow. Please let me handle this correctly. You know? You know how you try to be good if you're going to speak. Let's be real. <laughs> anyway, I should say, oh, I mean all the time. You try to be good all the time. <laughs> oh, anyway. So I, so I'm like, God, please help me, help me. Because I really and truly, I don't like people that everything's about them. And I see their family dynamics and everything has to be about them. But, but you know what? God loves them. And this person is a Christian. This person's the leader in the church in my family. And everything is about that person. Even at the wedding, it had to be about that person. How do you love somebody like that? Stop. Sift it through. Is that love? Is that bringing you joy? Is that bringing you peace? No, it's not, God. Why can't I love that person? I'm judging them in their weakness, their hurt. If y'all didn't listen to that last week, that was so good last week. We're, we're taking the wall down now. Because when you start, okay, I'm excited for God, and I got, I got to tell you this. Okay, so you remember how... Tell me statistics if I mess it up. When you go and you ask that, you remember the, he talked last week about, I'm, forgive me, 55 million? 55 million dollars. Yeah, what, what? 52 million dollars. Okay. Will you forgive me 52 million dollars? Will you forgive me of that? Praise the Lord, let's go. And then all of a sudden you go out and you go, 44? Give me that $44. You know what you did? You didn't deal with the things. And you're out there calling forth people who have hurt you. People who have wounded. You're judging them for the 44 Give me that $44. Or you're going to jail. I want her $44. But I can't. I've been forgiven a $52 million. I can't look at her like that. I can't keep unforgiveness for her, which there's a whole other side to that. She did something to me that I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Man, why are you doing that to me? You, know, you see what I'm saying? He's our protector. Yes. 
So I start sifting it. And then I start saying, okay, God, let me think about this. Is this my body? Is this my soul? Is this my spirit? And I started going through, okay, is this heritage curses? Oh, yeah. Because my family is, I'm not going to even tell you. But anyway, yeah, there were some heritage curses there. Do I have an open door? Yeah, I'm judging her. Judging is one of the open doors. Judging is when you look at somebody and don't agree and condemn them. You don't agree, you condemn them. Go back to the S. Is that love? I'm trying to do sift because I, I did sift like that and all those young people went, what is she doing? <laughs> do y'all still know? Did I bring a sifter? The sift, yeah, all, the, all the women know what that is, that sifter going like that. So I'm doing this. We're sifting for gold. <laughs> <laughs> so you go back to the sift, you go back to the heritage curses, you go back to the open door. I hadn't forgiven her, so I had to forgive her. I judged her, so I had to, God forgive me. And you know what repent means? You know how, repent! You know what that means? Change your mind. Change your mind! That's what repent means. And, and what do we do when we hear repent? <laughs> no, it means change. It's exactly what I'm talking about. You think on the correct things, right? Okay, let me see. Julie, I got off the notes. <laughs> what, what am I on now? I'm trying so hard, y'all. Okay, unforgiveness. Everybody, when God asks you to forgive, he empowers you to forgive. So you ask God today, who do I need to forgive? So I can shut that door. And when you have the thoughts, stop them. Stop them then because I was mad at him over a thought. One thought made me mad at him. One thought made me fear what my daughter was going to do. Thoughts. You've got to stop them. Let me get my stop sign out here. I'm going to start doing this. Oh, shoot. That's okay. Oh, thanks. Pastor. Okay. Here we go. Oh, now I'm losing my microphone back there. Shoot. They were, I told them to do it on my shorts, but I, I'll have shorts on. But anyway, and it would hike up like... <laughs> and Pastor Nate said, I don't think so. <laughs> Jesus, get me back on track. Okay, anyway. <laughs> when you have thought, Stop. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay, next thought. Okay, so you got your, it was it your body, your soul, your spirit? Was it a heritage curse? Do you have an open door? Now, is it a lie you believed? Is it a lie you believed? That one right there is a really good one in the whole ministry. Because that can be connected to your heritage curses. Do you, did your daddy leave your mama? And you think, you know what? All men leave. If you have that, there's what they call a judgment expectation. You expect that you expect it from a man because you've already judged him. I'm gonna leave you. It's like a magnet. If you think a man ain't no good and you don't need one, and they're gonna leave you, guess what? You got a magnet coming. There's, you're gonna get the one. So you got to break the power of that lie. God, you're the truth. 
You're a big enough God to bring me a good man. I forgive my dad. Shut that iniquity and that open door of divorce. That's the whole ministry. So the lies you believe. What lies? Do you, I'm going to tell you this, okay? If a doctor gives you a diagnosis that you're ADD, I call that a devil diagnosis. You know what it is? ADD. It's a plus sign. Add. God has added you to the kingdom. You just don't learn like everybody else learns. That's a lie. You have the mind of Christ. Where's God calling you? Every one of my kids left the house and got diagnosed except for Brandon. Did he get diagnosed? They all got diagnosed with ADD. And every one of them sitting in the office thought, oh, my mom is so ADD. <laughs> they all called me and said, you are so ADD. Y'all couldn't tell, could you? <laughs> it's a devil diagnosis. You have the mind of Christ. Don't believe those lies. Break the power of that diagnosis. And take God's diagnosis. You have his mind. You learn the way he wants you to learn. Don't be taking drugs to learn the way school is teaching. You know why? Because we learn differently. The Greeks, they would learn through um, thinking and hearing. That's the Greek way. You know how the Hebrews learn? And I, Man, I know I'm a Hebrew. They would feel and they would see. You're just a different type of learner. But they put, I worked for the school so I can talk. They put you in a category because there's so many in the room. They don't want you moving. Be still and listen to me. It, it's even hard for me as an adult. If a phone goes off or something like that, I'm like, because you get, I get so easy. I'm a hear, you know, I hear, I see, I feel, and I'm, oh, you know. So I have to, okay, focus. 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 I know y'all can't tell that. But anyway, um, I don't know why I got off on that. But, you, okay. Am I on that one? Okay. And you shall know the truth. Bam! And it'll set you free. You have the mind of Christ. Now be free. When you, when you have those thoughts, it's the same thing. And I put that little, this little thing down here in John 8, 33, when, the, when he said... And they answered him, we're Abraham's descendants and have never been in bondage. Really? That's called denial. <laughs> How can you say you will be made free? They were in such bondage, in such blindness. And they were saying, we've never... And he's saying, I want to set you free. What do you mean set me free? I'm fine. I'm born again. Praise God, you got your fire insurance. God gave me this vision. I was going to draw it, but I don't draw too good. But it was like, you're made from the dirt. So there's your body. And then you have your soul. And your soul's trying right here in between heaven, the spirit realm, and your body. And, and the spirit is jerking the soul and the the. Flesh is jerking the soul and all that because you just got to yield and resist. This morning I had to yield. I'm going to tell y'all something. 
Y'all need to pray for Pastor Nathan because of the warfare. And listen, I don't want to give devil any glory because you know what? If you catch a thief in the act, you demand seven times back. So, uh, but, you know, pray for him. All right, and then the E is evil spirits. Okay, I don't know what you believe, whether you believe Christians can have demons and, or they can't, but you need to get rid of whatever's on your ear. I'll tell you the worst part is if you're addicted to porn, uh, if you're, you have a problem with alcohol or drugs. You've got an evil spirit. If you've ever hit a woman, the moment you hit a woman, you have opened a door and you have a spirit that you need to get rid of. And we will pray with you. But you forgive. Remember all that? Why are you hitting somebody? I don't know why I said that. Anyway, all right. Are we, we got that up? Okay. While you were ministering, I watched, listen to this, y'all. I watched Satan topple until he fell suddenly from heaven like lightning to the ground. Now you understand that I have imparted to you. Listen. He's imparted to you all my authority. Hallelujah. Satan does not have authority if you've got all of it. He may have power, but you have power and authority. He has none. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Hear that. All my authority to trample over his kingdom. We're winners, y'all. We are winners. You do not have to put up with that thinking anymore. Stop. Filter through it. Come to the whole ministry and get started. Now, the last thing on the P, the most important, pray. And I am not talking about a 15-minute devotional. People, really, that is not going to get you anywhere. And, And I don't expect you to pray like me. But... Not that I'm all that. That's what I'm called to. Um, But be real. Be real with God. Don't run from him when you do something wrong. Go sit in his lap. Do you reject your daughter if she does something wrong? No. You discipline her and say, get in my lap. I love you so much. Okay, so that's what I did. I'm going to be real. I'm sorry. I want him... And my children to understand each other. And I'm sorry I thought he's stupid. He's not stupid, God. You're not stupid, Rick. He's not stupid, God. (laughs) And then I start, he's got the mind of Christ. And where the enemy came in and divided them, God. Let their hearts be understanding of each other. Don't let the enemy use this. You're a big enough God to stop this. She'll be here next service, so nobody say anything to her, okay? <laughs> I, had the, I don't know what story I'm going to use next service. <laughs> uh, she called me and she, I, she said, I'm coming. I went, oh, no, what story am I going to use? <laughs> I love her. She wouldn't mind. They are really serving God. But anyway, pray and be real. God, I I did think he was stupid. I did. I'm sorry. That wasn't a real thing. He has the mind of Christ. Your word says that you will turn the hearts of the father toward their children. 
turn his heart toward his child and help him understand. And I did gently talk to him about it. I said, Rick, you know, this is what I, I try to make him understand her because men are a little different than women. They are. They're more, they're more in the Greek thinking, the more logical. And the women are like, oh, no, don't hurt my baby. But you can't turn on your husband like that. Y'all are one. He's first. He's one with you. Y'all have to be one so that you can train them in unity. So that was, that's the last thing, but really and truly it's through the whole process I was talking to him. I was talking to him through the whole process. He was sitting there giving me this vision and talking to me and walking me through this. And then at the end he said, that's your message. And I went, yeah. <laughs> we have to walk them first, don't we? What did I say to you? I said, Rick, i got to walk whatever I talk. I've got to walk it before I teach it. He said, well, I sure am glad I'm not that way. <laughs> he was just kidding. No, he wasn't. <laughs> anyway, did I do good? Did I get through all the notes? Oh, good. I did it? Yo, oh, yeah. I did notes. <laughs> Praise the Lord. I had to use hands to do them. <laughs> okay. Now, let's get serious, but let's be real with God. Do you want to? Okay. Close your eyes. Bow your head. And I say that so you can close that flesh off. So you're not distracted. And if you do learn the Hebrew way by seeing and feeling, you can shut it off. Okay. Holy Spirit, who do we need to forgive? Where are we thinking wrong? Show us where to stop. Empower us with your word to know that we can stop. Because you told us to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. So how we're changed is by changing our mind, renewing it. So any area where we have strongholds, lies, where heritage beliefs are there, where we have open doors, where we've believed a lie, where there's an evil spirit speaking to us, open up our eyes to see and to hear. And then the tool of the Holy Spirit to walk us through in his wisdom to say, stop. No more. I have the mind of Christ. And I think on the things that are pure and lovely and honest and of a good report and worthy to be praised. And I captivate every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I bring it down. You are love, God. You love me and you love others through me. So create within us a clean heart, God. Renew a right spirit, a, a right thinking, God. Show us where we're off kilter in our thinking. Open up our ears to hear. And now we repent. We change our mind. And we say, they are yours, Lord. I forgive them. Now heal my heart. Sometimes, um, I want to ask the prayer team to come up. Sometimes, 
things happen to us like we get molested or we're really struggling in an area with porn and stuff like that. You need somebody to agree with you. Number one, check your forgiveness tank. Do you have unforgiveness? Take the un off of it and loose forgiveness. In the power of the Holy Spirit, loose God's forgiveness through you. Make that choice to forgive that person. Make that choice to forgive yourself. Make that choice to stop blaming God. Make that choice now. Open up your hands and say, I receive your forgiveness. I, I receive it for me to flow through me to others. So if you need, if it, it really and truly, if you're struggling to forgive, don't be embarrassed. We are family here. We are real here. If you're struggling in an area, it could be a heritage curse that you are st you're just struggling with it. Get up here and say, I got a heritage curse. Break the power of that voice. Sever it. Forgive my ancestors and shut that open door. Let me see me as who you created me to be. Because he knew you before you were in the womb. You have an assignment. And you don't want a heritage curse to snag you up from fulfilling the assignment God has created you for. So the music's going to start and we're going to start worshiping. I want you to get up. Get up and come down here and get prayed for. And don't be stuck any longer. Let's grab hands. Let's become one and let's be real. Let's become whole. This is your first step to coming whole. Okay? As they sing, y'all come down. Okay? Okay?